Welcome to the Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell. I'm Jeff Johnson. Everybody knows that the cost of power and cooling of data centers is going through the roof. Today we'll be talking with John Fluger. He's a technology strategist at Dell, responsible for driving data efficiency programs. Today we're going to break down these issues from a strategic level and talk about what the industry is doing, including industry organizations, to address these issues. Welcome, John, and thanks for being here. First, let's establish the issues that IT management are struggling with when it comes to power and cooling management. Can you give us any facts and figures or an overview? The EPA just released a paper by Professor Jonathan Kumi of Stanford a few weeks back, which analyzed power consumption in data centers across the United States and across the world. One of the numbers that came out of this is if you look at all purchased electricity in the United States in 2005, 1.2% of it was consumed in data centers. If you look at all purchased electricity across the world in 2005, 0.8% of it was consumed in data centers. I mean, it seems like a small number, but it's a large enough number that people have, have stood up and took notice of this. And our government, has, in particular, and our customers as well, have taken an interest in energy consumption, power consumption in the data center. John, tell me a little bit about some of the stuff that you're doing at Dell. Jeff, I work in the office of the CTO as one of the technology strategists. And we have uh, a number of us in the company looking at uh, specific technological areas. We've got somebody who looks at memory technology. We have somebody who looks at processors. Uh, The straw that I drew was data center efficiency, really understanding what's going on in a data center with respect to power and cooling. And why does it seem to take, even in the best of cases, over a watt of extra power delivered into a data center to get one watt into a compute server? Why is it important enough to dedicate a person to doing just this? We talk to our customers frequently. You know, it's part of our business model. It's part of our culture. And one of the things we hear on a consistent basis is that our customers are concerned about power consumption. And it could be throughout their entire enterprise. It could be just in their data center. But it has become a big issue for them. We find when we talk to people, you kind of drill down into what's really going on. It turns out it's one of four things or, or maybe multiple of four things that are concerning them. It's either how much money they're spending on power. It's that in certain cases uh, and specifically certain areas of the country where there are large data centers, the utilities providing power to those data centers have told them that they're capped. They can't go beyond a certain amount of power consumption, in which case they've got to figure out how to do more with what they've got. In a fair number of cases, it has to do, and once again, this is a specific data center issue, it has to do with cooling that the nature of their data centers and where they've commissioned some of their servers, they've found that they have hot spots. And number four, which seems to be of concern to an awful lot of our customers, is how do they continue to grow their business, continue to add servers, add compute capability, while preventing or delaying construction of new facilities, retrofit of existing facilities, expansion of existing facilities as long as possible. It's a question of how can I put my next server into my facility without having to build my next facility. Okay, I get how this is a big issue in the data center, but does this extend all the way to the rest of the enterprise? Absolutely. The data centers seem to bear the brunt of the publicity. You know, you've got some huge facilities out there, lots of servers in one space, thousands and in some cases tens of thousands of client systems out in offices that are running all day and all night and burning a lot of watts that they don't have to burn. So we see this as an enterprise-wide issue. 
There are going to be some times when we've got to go drill down into data centers and look at what's going on in the data center. But if we're going to address it, we've got to address it from the desktop all the way to the data center. For the purpose of this podcast, let's just focus on the data center, and maybe we'll do other podcasts after this to go a little bit broader. As you're studying these issues, what are the main things that you're finding? One of the things that we found is that there's no one single smoking gun. We've looked at data centers. We've looked at where the power goes. For an average data center, for every 1,000 watts that you deliver to that data center at the street level, you're doing well if you're able to deliver 350 watts to your computing equipment. I mean, that's okay. Well, where's the other 650 watts going? I mean, what's, what's going on in there? And you find out that there are some of what our facilities group calls hotel loads, stuff like lighting. The majority of that extra power is either energy lost in power distribution, because power distribution equipment is not 100% efficient, or, which is actually true in the majority of that 650 watts, it's energy that you spend to cool the IT equipment that you're running. And as we looked at it, you know, and drilled down into, okay, first, in broad terms, where's the energy going? And then second, when it finally is delivered to the equipment that's running, what type of equipment is in the data center? And then looking at within that equipment in the data center, you know, what are the different parts? Processor, memory, chipsets, hard drives. And we find there isn't a single smoking gun. There are a lot of things going on in the data center. There are things going on with processors. There are things going on with memory. There are things going on with cooling architectures. There are things going on with how the data center is laid out. And it really requires that if one wants to have a a major effect on this, a major positive effect on data center efficiency, you have to take a holistic view of the problem. You have to look at a lot of different things at once. Okay, you see these problems, and the industry is seeing these problems. So how do you think the industry is going to respond? I think that We see a number of trends developing in data center design and operations. And first, I have to lay down one caveat. For the past few years, and actually for a fairly long time, the first requirement in a data center has been availability. You have to make sure that your data center stays up and running according to the particular needs of your business. But we're getting to a point now where data centers are starting to become pretty good at availability. And the returns on improving it are decreasing further and further. So we've reached kind of a level. Data center availability are now table stakes. There's a certain level you have to have, but beyond that, there's not that much motivation to drive further. And so what we see is that now that we've reached this particular level of availability, data center owners, managers are going to rapidly turn their attention to energy efficiency within the data center. As they're looking at this, we see a number of trends, a number of things that are going to happen to data centers over the next few years. The first and one which we believe is the most important in the short and medium term is data centers are going to develop the ability to measure and monitor their efficiency in real time. If I go to a data center manager today, I walk into the data center and say, hi, how you doing? What's the efficiency of your data center? He's going to do one of two things. He's either going to give me a blank stare because maybe he hasn't read the same papers I have or done the same work I have on data center efficiency. Or he's going to say, you know, look, i got to go collect some information, some data. Let me go pull a couple of spreadsheets together and get back to you. And you might hear from him a week or two later with a number. That's not fast enough to do some of the things that we feel need to happen in the data center. That information is something that needs to come out in real time. If you're looking to make changes within the data center, in order to justify those changes, you've got to have some idea of what your payback is going to be. 
if you don't have some way of, of measuring your efficiency before and after, measuring your power consumption before and after, it's hard to put a number value on some of these things. There are best practices documents in a number of places through a number of vendors on the Internet. It's hard, though, to justify those best practices if you can't measure the results at the end of the day. So we think that enabling this is number one on the list of trends for data center design and operations. The second is we are seeing increasing level of sophistication with regard to power and cooling technologies. When people talk about data center, sometimes they'll talking about cooling. In many cases, they're specifically focused on power distribution. And there are a lot of people who are looking at the whole chain of products from the utility delivering power into the facility all the way down to the power supplies delivering power to the individual components. And there's a general feeling out in the industry that we can do better. We will see different and more efficient products with respect to power. The same is true with cooling. When you start looking at spending over a watt of cooling power to clear a watt of energy or a watt of heat generated by your system, that seems to strike everyone as as an area of opportunity. The third big trend we see is that uh, we're, we're starting to see more and more applications and software to help people manage stuff going on in the data center. I think the way I describe it to folks today is I see a lot of people who are maybe a third of the way up the stairs. You know, we see folks come at this from a number of different directions. A number of different segments within our industry are working on different pieces of this. And so we see a pretty rapid evolution of this in the marketplace. The fourth one is also uh, one that many people are very interested in and sometimes becomes the number one topic of conversation is virtualization. It's very clear that for many of our customers, not everybody, but for many of our customers, they can see some immediate gains by consolidating workloads, multiple workloads onto one machine. There are a couple of axioms of data center management that have been persistent through time. Number one being one application per server. You know, we're going to have an application, we're going to put it on, on one server. The second one being, once something's up and running, don't mess with it. I mean, these are very valuable. These axioms have been in place for a long time for very good reasons. But the time has come today when we need to start challenging these and seeing if they're really hard and fast rules or if we're now in a position where we need to bend them at some point in time. One of the things that I tell folks is, look, don't be afraid to decommission. There's a lot of legacy equipment out there, servers that are three, four, five, six years old, even older. And by continuing to run these servers, you're leaving performance on the table. Power consumption in servers has generally gone up generation to generation, although the last generation you're starting to see that ramp really toned down. But even though power consumption has gone up, performance has gone up much faster. So the sort of performance you're getting today off a server is substantially better than what you saw out of the legacy equipment that you've got in your data center. Don't be afraid to decommission this stuff because you're keeping relatively inefficient product installed and commissioned when you could be collapsing both your power consumption and your space consumption by putting it onto newer equipment. The fifth trend that we see is one of increasing modularity in some of the infrastructure equipment, both power and cooling equipment. Uh, used to be the, the rule of the day was bring in your big pieces of equipment, your big UPSs, your big PDUs, your big air conditioners, and 
two or three chunks as a data center is built out. Large pieces of equipment with large capacity per piece. And people are finding now, as they do that, for a long time during the lifetime of those big pieces of equipment, they're running at very low utilization rates. So you start off maybe on day one of a data center's commissioning. You've got the data center 15% occupied with stuff, and you've got 50% of the power and cooling that you need for later. There's a lot of utility performance that you're leaving on the table as well. And just like with computing equipment, With power and cooling equipment, all these pieces of equipment have peak power curves, peak efficiency curves at where they work their best. And usually at the beginning, they're not at those peak power points. It's only later as you're building out the data center that you get to those really peak efficiency points for your big pieces of equipment. So we're seeing folks now like APC and Liebert looking at more modular approaches to power and cooling. The sorts of products they're developing today really let you pay as you grow. The same way. I mean, Dell's a big fan of scalability and, and scale out as opposed to scale up. And we're seeing that borne out in the other products that go into the data center to make a data center operate. The sixth thing we see is an area that is interesting to Dell, but it's not a place where we directly play. And you see this somewhat in America. You see it a lot more in Europe. Interest in cogeneration local energy production in the data centers and really looking at how the data center fits into its environment. Is there something that you can do with the waste heat of the data center? Is there something, and and this actually does play a little bit into some of the data center efficiency stuff, actually a lot, is the environment you're in one in which you can bring fresh air into the data center, kind of chill out on some of the cooling costs? Are you uh, in a position where you place your data center near a power plant near a hydroelectric plant, as we see up in the northwest? Or do you want to have something like a great big fuel cell plant? Data centers, utilities, all have times when they'd love to be able to uh, shave a few watts off their peak power consumption, shave a few watts off of what they're purchasing off the grid. It could be solar cells. If solar cells hit the right price point, it could be turbines, it could be fuel cells. There's a lot of interest in local energy production. And I said specifically, I've heard a number of people talk about it in Europe. We hear that there are standards groups like Green Grid, DMTF, and SPEC. Uh, what are these organizations, and how are they different, and what are they working on? The trends I mentioned before were trends in data center design and operations. There is another trend, which is one of increased industry cooperation. I think the industry as a whole recognizes that this is something that needs some work and also recognizes that the sorts of things that are involved here are complex issues and it's impossible for one company to deal with this stuff by themselves. In a number of cases, to address issues like these, the industry has come together with with industry organizations. One I'm a part of is the Green Grid. We were announced at the end of February. We're looking overall at the problem of energy efficiency in the data center But one of the things that we're very aware of is there are a lot of other people who are doing pieces of work that relate to this. And wherever possible, you know, the green grid is not going to create stuff that already exists but leverage other people's work. So now you have organizations like the Distributed Management Task Force, DMTF, which is looking at some of the system management stuff. They're going to play a big role in helping some of these different pieces of equipment talk to each other. SPEC. Many of us are familiar with SPEC from way back, from integer and floating point benchmarks. But SPEC is also now looking at benchmarks based on power consumption. 
And these are going to help us do a better job of really understanding and defining efficiency. ASHRAE, the American Society for Refrigerating, Heating, and, and Air Conditioning, does a lot of work with facilities, a lot of work with you know, understanding how the utility pieces of this come together. They've published a number, actually a number of really good books on uh, stuff going on in the data center with regard to uh, where they see rack power going, for example. So there's a lot of really good work there. One of the industry responses has really been to come together as a group and try to tackle these issues collectively. John, this has been a great overview. If some of our listeners are interested in finding out more information, where do you think they should go? We have some web pages up on the Dell site at www.dell.com energy, where you can find out a little bit more about what we're doing. We have some tools available on our website as well that are designed to help our customers assess the power needs of their racks and calculate what sort of energy savings they can see by going to some of our newer clients. Certainly the green grid is a place where you can get some information, www.thegreengrid.org. We put out some white papers on launch day, and as well you can expect to see a steady stream of content there. I also highly recommend the books that are available through ASHRAE. They have uh, four books out right now on different aspects of the data center. I think as well if, if your company is involved in communications between equipment, if your company is concerned about some of the benchmarks or interested in some of the benchmarks, certainly check out what the DMTF and SPEC are doing. You'll find there are a number of organizations out looking at this, and you know whether you just want more information or you feel it's important for yourself or your company to get involved, there are some really good opportunities to do so. This has been a great overview, and I look forward to doing additional podcasts so that we can do a little bit deeper dive on some of these subjects. So thanks for coming today. Well, thank you very much. I, I like the opportunity. I love talking about this stuff and uh, any one of these topics, and I'm sure we'll get into them, I can get into gory and lengthy detail on. So I look forward to it. Thanks a lot. Another place our listeners can find information is in Dell's recent edition of Power Solutions magazine, which can be found at dell.com slash powersolutions. In coming weeks, we'll do more podcasts with John so that we can dive into these issues a little bit deeper. So join us again next week for the next edition of Data Center of the Future podcast series sponsored by Dell.